boxing fans and welcome to another episode of the minnesota fight night podcast i'm brian johnson my co-host is sean strauss i'm flying solo tonight but sean will be back later in this episode of the minnesota fight night podcast minneapolis welterweight jamal shango james returns to discuss his october 30th fight against unbeaten rajav butayev of russia Fighting out of the circle of discipline, James lost his WBA welterweight title by ninth round TKO. Though the fight didn't go as planned, the Minneapolis boxer vows to come back stronger than ever, and he represented Minnesota well. Also in the interview, James talks about the circle of discipline's new home at 801 Southeast 9th Street in Minneapolis. The 4,500-square-foot training center is more than twice as large as the COD's previous 2,100-square-foot home. Visitors will find two boxing rings, a wall of heavy bags, treadmills, free weights, and elliptical equipment. In addition, the facility offers new classrooms and meeting rooms to host all COD programs. A safe haven in the Minneapolis community, the COD provides alternative programs and enrichment activities that address the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual needs of youth and young adults. Jamal held a press conference at the New Circle of Discipline, and the Minnesota Fight Night podcast was there. We also did a one-on-one interview with Jamal to take a deeper dive into the October 30th fight against Bataev. We'll start with the press conference. We want to welcome everybody here to the new uh, Circle of Discipline. And my goodness, you can still smell the fresh paint on the walls, uh, which means that this place has got a little breaking into uh, get, getting the sweat and the grind and, sound, and smelling like a boxing gym. But it's here. And uh, it's the new training digs for Jamal and, and David and dozens of promising young fighters who will come and go from here to, shame, to share the ambition to someday become a world champion. The lessons taught here on a daily basis, though, go beyond the skills that you can learn in this ring. The Circle of Discipline offers a full spectrum of after-school tutoring and mentoring programs. This is a safe haven and a healthy environment to gather and build a positive life. The news of its opening is one of the reasons we're here, and I want to turn it over here to the uh, Circle of Discipline's top ambassador, Jamal James, to tell you more about the program and take some questions about Saturday night. But Jamal, uh, you did not get the result you wanted, but uh, we've already talked and you're already looking positively down the road to uh, what it means from this point on to bounce back and to get back into uh, uh, where you want to be. And it really is emblematic of what the circle of discipline is. It isn't about what your success is, it's picking yourself up after you stumble. And uh, so, Please greet the press here and tell them a little bit about the new digs of the program and how excited you are that it's opening up this new facility. Yeah, man. Well, you know, thank you guys for coming down, man. Thank you guys for having me. Um, Obviously, I'm extremely excited uh, uh, for this space, man. The Circle uh, has been uh, a stable and a pillar in the community for years. And then, you know, when the pandemic hit, you know, it hurt a lot of businesses, you know, so ours as well and then you know we had to relocate but it was a blessing in disguise we got a much bigger space um we got uh, better equipment and we got you know classrooms that are being built as we speak and conference rooms so we can do all the programs that we wish to do as well as some new ones that we're adding on you know what i mean um 
I know in the past, the circle of discipline has always been known for, uh, you know, it's boxing program and amateur boxing and stuff like that, but we're so much more than boxing. Boxing was just one of the tools we would use to be able to kind of get the attention of these young men and women that we serve, to instill discipline in them, and to build confidence in them, you know what I mean? But what we do down here is really about creating a village and a second home for young men and women and adults as well, just everybody, and making a safe space where they can come talk about different things that's going on in their life or different issues that they're dealing with or, they've, or that they see going on out here in these streets and, you know, be able to kind of come to some type of understanding so we can all unify together and create a more positive change. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, obviously we got our, our, our fitness program down here, which is, which is encompasses, you know, the exercising and the amateur boxing is part of that. But what we also have is a pursuit of discipline, which is a leadership group that me and my brother Rebel Tekle, as well as a, a volunteer, uh, name is Kellen. And what we do to, uh, in that group is kind of talk about life skills that are needed that you don't get taught in school and sometimes not at home. Know what I mean? How do you deal with peer pressure uh, for some of our, you know, our older men and women? You know, how to be uh, financially disciplined and, and financially literate, uh, literate. The importance of having good credit and all that type of stuff. We have guest speakers come in that own different businesses, so these young men and women can get, you know, a face-to-face -face conversation with people who may be doing something that they want to get into, who own businesses that they might have an interest in getting into our work in that, you know what I mean? Um, we got our advocacy program where we have, you know, our workers and our volunteers um, work directly with the kids at, uh, at home and at school and the parents and stuff. So we can make sure that we can set them up for success correctly, you know what I mean? So if they got, if they're, if they're slipping to school a little bit, then we have access to talk to the teachers and actually show up at their school and see what's going on. You know what I mean? If they're having problems at home, we can talk directly to the to the parents to see what's going on, you know what I mean? Or the kid to see, you know, what's happening. Um, and, you know, I grew up through the circle of discipline. You know, I'm a product of the circle of discipline. And I've seen this change, not only, obviously, my life, but it's changed so many other people's lives, man. I've seen kids come in here, Fs and Ds on their report card, to next thing you know, they're on the A and B honor roll. You know what I mean? Young women who came, uh, who've come here, who's only known the north side or the south side of Minneapolis, and the next thing you know, they're traveling in national amateur boxing tournaments, and even had a few that were able to do international competitions and represent the United States. You know what I mean? Coming straight out of Minnesota, uh, we coach champions down here uh, in boxing, but even outside of boxing. You know what I mean? So. I'll always stand behind my organization and lift it up as well as I can, and I always try to set the example for these young men and women that we serve. Jamal, you've got such perspective, and it's probably because you've lived it, right? I mean, you came through this program. Exactly. The challenges of COVID took this mentoring program away from a lot of these kids. Right. Did I mean who missed more? Who missed each other the most? Did you guys miss being able to provide that support? Or did you hear from a lot of families that were just devastated by the separation? 
Well, luckily, you know, we tried to just adapt, man. We did a lot of things virtually, you know, so we were doing virtual workout classes. Uh, we had virtual leadership groups. Um, but obviously it was different and hard because, you know, uh, a lot of these kids are going to school virtually. So it's like if you're going to school virtually and stuck at a computer for so many hours in the day, then who wants to be in front of the computer for the leadership group on the weekend or working out? So, you know, we missed out a little bit on them and we did miss them. But um, now, you know, it's coming back together and a lot of them still would show up on time every Saturday. And the ones who did now thank us for being able to be there for them because they're able to use the lessons that we've discussed and taught in there to be able to get themselves ahead in life, you know what I mean? You know, I'm glad you addressed that about COVID, guys. That was, that was gonna be one of my questions, but um, my question to you is like, when I look at this space and it's a new space and it's, it looks beautiful and I was gonna be off the chain when you guys are done, but is that, do you think that this space, the new space is symbolic of the success that you guys have had, not only in the ring, but outside of the ring and in the community with the kids? Because to me, whenever somebody elevates and they go to another level and they're doing something that's that's really dope, um, kids gonna gravitate to that. The community's gonna gravitate to that. Do you feel like this is symbolic of that? Most definitely, and I, and I think, you know, people just starting to see how important it is the work that we're doing. Because not only did we get hit with a pandemic, but we had a whole revolution here in our city. You know what I'm saying? And people see the frustration that took place uh, from, you know, that the whole George Floyd incident and murder and stuff like that. And we seen it, you know what I mean? But we are a facility and an organization that allows these young men and women a place where they can channel all their type of frustrations we can guide them in the right way so they can make a more positive change. You know what I mean? And before, we've been doing this work, but it felt like, if I'm gonna be honest, that you know, people would just be like, oh yeah, they've been around for years and then kind of overlooked and we weren't able to get the type of resources that was really needed so we can have all the programs we wanna have so we can run it as efficiently as we want, want to. But now that's all coming together and I think that's because of everything. You know, it's not just one thing. Obviously, we've been doing the work, um, you know, we've been able to get a bigger platform because of, you know, the success we've had, we've had in the, the, the professional side of the boxing and, and all that stuff, but also because people see that there's a major need for organizations like this. And they see it more clearly now because of everything that has transpired and has taken place just within the past couple of years. So, Jamal, would you say that, uh, how has this really changed the game compared to your last facility? I see there's pictures over there. Mm -hmm. Not to take away from your last one, obviously you, grow, uh, you grew out of it a bit. How, just when you look around and you see the potential here, like what is in your mind? Like, how, like you, gotta, you gotta be just imagining what's for the future. Can you kind of describe what you're thinking? Uh, you know what I see for this facility is that we will be able to kind of bring a lot more unity in a facility like this because of its location, because of its size. Um, you know, when we were on Lake Street, we were unifying people and we had people from all different backgrounds coming down there and stuff like that. But you know, it was uh, no secret that it was kind of a rougher neighborhood, which uh, would make it, you know, uh, kind of intimidating for some people, right? Um, here, we're really close, uh, really close to the U of M campus. Um, so when we get these young men and women that we 
work with coming from north side or south side from a rougher spots, it gives them a chance to get out of that area for a second. And then we'll hopefully be able to get a lot of the people in the community just around here coming here too. So now you get to talk with people who are actually going to college or are working in the area or who are in this you know, neighborhood and find out, oh, what, it, what are you guys do? How are you guys doing this? You know what I mean? And it kind of opens, opens these young men and women's minds to the possibility, possibilities of the direction they can go within their lives, you know what I mean? Not everybody's gonna be a professional fighter. Not everybody's, not everybody's gonna be a professional athlete. And we don't teach them to be that down here. What we teach them is to have strong discipline like a professional athlete would in whatever you're doing and strong focus, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that we will be able to reach so much more people in this facility and make it, uh, you know, or it might feel more welcoming to everybody. You know, I felt like we was making a welcoming even before, even when we was over there. But again, you know, it's just a little bit of a rougher neighborhood. We're here, uh, you know, I don't think people will, will, will feel intimidated walking in here. It's definitely bright and beautiful here. <laughs> right, right. What, and then I would just say, what would you say to a, a young man or a woman, uh, young, a, a kid that is interested, that, that might be here, uh, seeing this later today or and they're thinking, you know, maybe I want to check that out. Maybe they're from a little too, maybe they're from Richfield or some little kind of far out. What would you say to one of those kids that are interested? Come and check it out. You know, come and check it out. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, you know, if you have, you know, uh, trouble with transportation or whatever else, we could work something out. Reach out to us at uh, circleofdiscipline.org or you can hit me up on my social media site, you know what I mean, and we can figure something out. But you know, you'll never know till you get down here. We need bodies in here. And once you're down here and you feel the energy, then it's going to hit differently, you know what I mean? You can see something uh, all the time, but once you actually feel it and go to it, then you're gonna realize what it really is, you know what I mean? And, and, and you, it's gonna become more of a part of you than it is if you just heard somebody talking about it or you've seen it on TV or on whatever, you know? And awareness is gonna be a big part of this as they launch to this phase. And we've got some great news to share today about the Armory. Um, there's a show coming up on the first Saturday in December on the 4th. Uh, some, a trio of uh, some musical giants, Ricky Ross, Jay-Z, and Grammy Award winner Two Chains. And they're putting on the I Am Legend Tour at the Armory and all ticket proceeds will be donated here to the Circle of Discipline mm -hmm. to help build the programs. Now, we live in a boxing world and we're familiar with what happens with boxers like Jamal. To introduce this to the artists and the musical genres like this opportunity presents, people say, well, what is the Circle of Discipline? Who is it? And so when you talk about making this footprint even bigger to carry others on the back mm -hmm. of this Circle of Discipline, What's your reaction when you hear that there's now these kind of initiatives that want to help and be a part of your moving forward? Uh, extremely excited, man, is when I hear stuff like this. And, you know, um, uh, just determined and ready to, you know, make it happen. You know what I mean? Um, I already know, being, being a product of this organization, I already know uh, how it changes lives and, and the work it, it does because it, because I felt it, you know what I mean? Because I'm an example of it. So when we have, you know, help 
from people like the Armory Foundation and people that want to partner with us and, and we're able to get the resources needed and stuff like that, then I get extremely excited and, you know, just focused and determined because we can put all of these things to good use and we will put all of these things to good use and we're going to continue doing the work that we've been doing, but we're, gonna, we're able to do it on a much larger scale now because we have much larger, you know, friends and people helping us out as well. And there's a lot of synergy too. I was just walking past there where they have the soccer yeah. facilities and there's some housing going in here and just a lot of cool stuff coming together. So, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and uh, the owners and the guys that run that over there, man, we are, you know, very close with them. They love what we're doing. We love what they're doing and we intend to work together on a lot of things. You know what I mean? So, um, again, you know, uh, it was a great blessing in disguise and we here now and we're going to hit the ground running. Jamal, um, this facility here, will it be able to house like outside fighters coming in too? How would you do for like outside people coming in to fight at the armory or something, you know, that wants to get in their training? Yeah, I'm sure we, you know, uh, We'll sit down and talk to the board and stuff like that just to make sure everything is cool and cope aesthetic, you know what I mean? Because we don't want to mess nothing up. But I'm sure that, you know, uh, the doors will be open for people, you know, if, they, if, there's, if there's matches going on at the armory, you know, let's say guys got to cut some weight or something like that and they need a facility, well, we're right over here, you know what I mean? Um, in the past, when um, uh, there was a, um, I can't remember what year it was, but it was a few years back. Uh, Caleb Plant was in town, he was getting ready to fight Canelo uh, this coming weekend, and a couple other uh, former world champions. And I got to talk to them, and they came down to the circle when it was still over there on Lake Street and got to talk to these kids directly, man. And that plays a big role in some of these young men and women's lives because, you know, this guy's, you know, world champion now getting ready to fight Canelo, and they could be like, oh, I got a picture with him, I was talking, he, I got to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with this dude, you know what I mean? as well as the other champions that were there, you know, uh, Lehman Brewster and uh, and two others. Um, so what I, you know, hope to do is continue that in this facility, you know what I mean? Um, so when these guys come, if they got to lose weight or even guys that just come to spectate the fights, I would like to set something up. So, you know, when they're in town, you know, come down, say what's up to the kids, check the space out, uh, you know, if you feel like getting a workout in, if it's, you know, something that we can, uh, accompany them with and we'll do it. You know, we've talked a couple times and you're about unity and bringing people together and really letting young people know the greatness that resides in their body, right? Right. You're moving in a new space. Um, you're, you've talked about um, people coming together and being here. Let me just play devil's advocate for a second. Uh -huh. This is not my thought. This is just what somebody might say to you. No, I want to hear it. What about the people that are in the old space on the south side that are like, man, you leaving us. What do you say to them? How we leaving you, you know what I mean? How we leaving you, because we're not in that location. You know what I mean? The circle is not a location. The circle is the people that make it the circle. You know what I mean? As long as you with us, then we the circle. You understand? Um, we bring the same energy from there right on over here. And if you don't believe me, we'll then come down and feel it. That's all that is, you know what I mean? We're doing the same work, we just in a different location, that's all. And you know, me personally, in my opinion, a better location. Well, to wrap things up, you know, pro athletes come and go from this town. 
but here's one that advocates to be a change agent. Here's someone that's putting his action, his words into action, and we're seeing this physical space, and there's so much positivity, and there's so much love given back to the community. That's who Jamal James is, and we're lucky to have him. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for all the support, man. And you know, again, man, this is just bigger than boxing. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why, you know, I continue to do what I do, and that's why I fight as hard as I can. And, you know, even with a, a loss that I took, that's why I'm going to bounce right back because, you know, that's how life is sometimes. And that's what you got to show these young men and women that, that same thing, you know. Sometimes it don't work out your way, but that don't mean you quit. It just means, okay, shake it off, dust off, and then get back to it. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Minnesota in general has went through a lot these past couple years. The world in general really went through a lot these past couple years. But we can't quit, man. You know what I mean? There's so much negativity that's getting pushed out here on social media and the news and all this. There's so much division that's getting pushed out here. We need more unity. We need more standing together. And I definitely believe that the circle of discipline is a place where we can start to make things like that happen. Thank you guys for having me, and thanks for showing up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The only other piece of boxing news today is, and David is still not here, but apparently he's coming at 5 if you want to wait uh, for his, his workout. Uh, he will be fighting mid-December at the Armory. That's our next local card. Uh, we don't have an opponent. We don't have the specifics to the date, but we had promised that that would be part of the news we'd make here today and that David is going to be fighting in December at the Armory. Any, uh, I know you don't have a name on opponent. Would you happen to know if they mentioned it would be a WBA ranked opponent at all? Or yeah, I don't even know. What's, the, 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 these guys might have heard more whispers than I have. I don't know. Yeah, Somebody that's going to get whooped up. Yeah, it don't matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't matter. Yeah. Somebody that's going to get whooped up. All right, man. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Thank you, everybody. Guys. Jamal, can I ask you a couple of boxing questions? Yep. Yep. Anybody wants to do one-on-ones hang out? So, um, yeah, I know obviously the fight didn't go as planned, you know, on Saturday, but, you know, you fought hard and just really strong effort, I thought. Uh, well, now that you've had a couple more days to reflect on it, uh, what, what do you take away from what went down on it? Well, you know, uh, I don't like to make a lot of excuses for things, you know what I mean? Obviously, I didn't think that, uh, I thought it was a little bit uh, prematurely stopped, you know what I mean, to be honest, but uh, I'm a fighter, man, so I'll go out on my shield, you know, that's why you have a ref, that's why you have a good corner. Um, so, I, you know, I could obviously I'm going to be biased in that, you know what I mean? But I felt like that it was a little bit prematurely stopped. Uh, you know, the kid was a tough fighter. You know, he was using a little bit of feisty tactics and stuff like that, but um, but uh, that's that's professional boxing, you know what I mean? So you just got to adjust with it. Um, you know, just the honest truth, man, it just wasn't my night, man. I couldn't get my legs firing like they usually do. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know what it stemmed from, but I guarantee you that the next time I'm in the ring, it'll be, you know, a plus uh, action for me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll make sure that I come 
uh, with everything. I mean, I came with everything this time. Yeah. But, you know, my stuff just wasn't firing like it should have been, unfortunately. Well, it looked like the first three rounds, you had things going your way, that jab right. was working, you controlled the distance, and then the tides started to turn a little bit. Uh, can you put your finger on kind of what happened after that? Was it the effects of the layoff? or? You know, I had a little bit of rust on me. It was just, uh, you know... You know, it's just my legs would not move how they usually move, you know what I mean? I knew he was going to be a pressure fighter. He's going to come in strong. Um, so a lot of our, uh, you know, plan was, you know, box him, turn him, get on the angles, you know, catch him with some shots, breaks the distance, working the inside, but then get back to the outside. But, um, you know, he was just kind of, you know, fighting his fight, man. He was just bullying, and I couldn't get my legs to move fast enough or get around him fast enough. And it just made him the better man that night, you know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. make excuses for myself, like, oh, if he didn't do this, I would have beat him. Or, oh, if this happened, I would have, you know, you know, everything happened how it was supposed to happen that night. And unfortunately, you know, I got to <laughs> I gotta take that L, but that don't mean that I got to stick with it, you know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and take that now, but I'm going to hand it off real soon here you know what i mean um, yeah so would you like a rematch is that i know you probably just want to obviously rest up now and you know yeah. but um well i talked to my manager uh, uh right after the fight and i talked to him today man uh Al Hayman, created great opportunities for me man as far as my boxing career so he, he just told me man just rest up you know uh and then when he's feeling healthy uh we'll sit down with the fam and have a meeting and we'll talk about what the next step is, you know what I mean? And he said, but we'll, he'll still have us, you know, uh, get us some good fights and stuff like that, and he'll, he'll bounce us right back to where we want to be as long as we handle the business we're supposed to handle. With everything in life, there's teachable moments. Exactly. Mm -hmm. what, 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 what did you learn from Saturday? Uh, you know, that life is real, man. Sometimes it just is not in the cards for you that night. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But what are you going to do afterwards? That's the biggest question. Uh, what makes a true champion is how he's able to handle adversity. You know what I mean? And now he's able to come back. Ali got beat by Frazier the first time. But then Frazier got knocked out by Foreman. And then Ali gets up and knocks out Foreman. Right. And then comes back right and beats, uh, beats Frazier. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And that's what made him not only that, but everything he did outside the ring as well is what made him such a great champion. What makes all those guys great champions? Mm -hmm. It's not because they had a perfect record. Mm -hmm. It's because when they did lose, they would come back stronger, better, more determined, and everybody could see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what, our, that's what I intend to show, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like that's part of your DNA is overcoming yeah. obstacles. Exactly, man, <laughs> exactly. You gotta overcome obstacles, man, because that's what life is, ain't it? Life ain't nothing but a bunch of obstacles getting thrown at you, right? So how do you yeah. handle them? You know I, what I, mean? I think of Sugar Ray Robinson. He lost some fights, but he always won the rematch. He would come yeah, back he and would, just he demolish cats on the rematch. You'd be, see, exactly. Be, some of these cats, I'd be like, why would you even take the rematch? You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, exactly, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, all about, it's all about the comeback, you know what I mean? You don't let nobody, you know, well, when you take an L like that, you don't stick in that energy. You don't stick in that moment. You know what I mean? You know, rest up, shake it off. And this is not even just with boxing, but with anything, right? With life in general. When it don't go your way, uh, learn from it and then get back to it.
Well, I know you're not one to complain, but I'll complain for you. Then. I know you, you, you talked a little bit about some of the dirty tactics. I thought he got away with some low blows there that the referee didn't call and, you know, whatnot, rabbit punches. But uh, did that throw you off your game at all? Or um, yeah. I mean, I definitely noticed that he was doing some stuff, man. But, uh, you know, we're taught that this is professional boxing and guys are going to do that to you mm. and you can't let that mess your game up otherwise they'll get in your head and they'll, they'll take advantage of it you know what I mean mm. uh, the thing that I was really just trying to overcome was how slow my movement was how my legs was just mm. like dragging mm -hmm. that's what I was trying to figure out like okay how yeah. do I adjust this because mm -hmm. you know he's a big he's, you know he's a strong fighter he's yeah. not a weak fighter you know he's a strong fighter mm -hmm. he's a stick heavy guy mm -hmm. so I was like okay how do I you know keep this guy off me or how am I going to be able to get slick enough so I'm going to be sitting right in front of him mm -hmm. while he's winging these big punches Mm -hmm. So that's what I was trying to figure out in my head, but mm -hmm. and it started coming, you know what I mean. And I think I started figuring them out, but uh, you know, the ref stopped the fight. And, yeah. and, you know, and that was that. Man. I thought you were actually winning that round up until the time he stopped it, and he actually missed a couple punches there exactly. when when he stopped it. So that was a little bit of a head scratch. I thought it was me, still but... very competitive. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was still a very competitive fight uh, where they stopped it at. So that's why I was like, I don't think that was, should have been stopped. Um, but, you know, we're here now, man, and it was. So uh, I try not to dwell on it too much because then I'll be irritated and mad all the time. You know? So yeah. I just focus on, okay, that's what it was. Next time, you know, don't let it get that close. Yeah. Next time, you know, uh, don't even let them have opportunity to jump in. So, you know what I mean? Just think about how you can be better. Yeah, and I know you'll make adjustments and you've got your plan. I mean, you'll come back stronger than ever, I'm sure. But um, I saw you you were cracking him some good shots, and he just kept <laughs> coming, man. Were you surprised at how durable he was or? yeah man he was a big he was a big fella man you yeah. know uh but you know it's world title fight man you're not gonna get no pushovers right. you know um so you know in my mind i'm like okay if you're gonna walk into him then i'll just keep serving him to you you know what i mean <laughs> so that's where my mind was at you know yeah. i just i'll just go 12 and i just gotta keep hitting you with these shots mm -hmm. um and that's what i intended to do until they stopped the fight yeah well, that was a great effort jamal um Thanks for chatting, as always, and I uh, look forward to seeing you back in the Thanks ring. All right, and take some care. By the way, congrats on your upcoming wedding. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, yeah, man, we're going to be good, man. Yeah. We'll be back in there. It's all good. All right, champ. All right, take care. All right.